That's the, the beauty of the body of Christ. Is that when one's hurting, everyone hurts. You know, you, you ever been uh, uh, doing any kind of work around the house or whatever and for, for the guys out there or the ladies, maybe, maybe some of you ladies have experienced this when, you know, when you, I've done roofing and uh, especially on a tin roof and you're holding the nail in your, in your hand and, and you hit it and it bounces, you know, it doesn't sink the first time and so you, you go to hit it again really hard and your thumb's in the way. I'm telling you, man, your whole body hurts. Your whole body. One of, one of my really good friends who's, who's now passed away, I was w- working on his roof, and I smacked my thumb one time so hard, and I went, oh, thank you, Jesus, it's not broken. It's not, you don't think, oh, Lord, you're so good. Thank you, Lord. He looks over me and goes, dude, you are a Christian. <laughs> But, you know, when, you, when that happens, nothing else matters, does it? You know, everything else just fades away. And, and that's, that's the beauty of we're not alone. That whenever, whenever we're hurting, whenever we're going through something, the body of Christ is here. And if you've ever felt alone, man, that's the worst feeling. If you've ever felt like you've had to walk through something by yourself, that's, that's a loneliness that shouldn't be. You know, when, God's, when God told Adam, it's not good for man to be alone, he wasn't just talking about having a wife. We're, we're not created to be alone. We're not created to walk this out of, by ourselves. And, you know, guys, guys think, okay, I can do this. I, can, I got this. I don't have to let anybody know I'm hurt. And I don't have to let anybody know that it's rough right now. Well, I'll just be the first guy to tell you that's pride. And, that's, and you know, that's kind of a hard, especially when you're going through something for somebody to tell you, well, that's pride. But here's the reality is we need each other. The body of Christ needs each other. And so, uh, don't know, really know how to transition into this. Uh, other than this is the perfect transition. I mean, Jim heard from the Holy Ghost when he when he shared that and had had that prayer because I was like, I, I didn't know how to transition into this. But we got a phone call yesterday afternoon uh, from Amy Fetzer that Jonah wasn't doing well. Pastor Jonah Fetzer, if this is this is your first time here, I'm really sorry. You know, this is going to be one of those services. But uh, Pastor Jonah has been fighting cancer since, well, for, we know, I know it's been for many years, and there's, that's a long story. But in June, he was diagnosed with cancer, and, and he's been fighting, and she's been fighting, and you know, so I got a call yesterday afternoon, and and uh, well, see, I, you're, I'm gonna, you're gonna have to bear with me. And a couple of weeks ago, he called me. And he goes, "Did Amy tell you?" <laughs> and I, I knew what he was calling for because I'd gotten the text from her earlier in the day. Did Amy tell you? And I said, "Yeah, she told me." What'd she tell you? 
And I said, well, that the doctors were going to stop all treatment, that they were, they were done, there's nothing more they could do. Yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't know Pastor Joan, he was, he was a, he's a Marine. So there's a, as, as, as much as he loved people, there was still the Marine, was still Marine, the Marine in him. He's a fighter. And uh, so they had stopped treatment a few weeks ago and, and said, you know, they wanted him to go into hospice. He's like, nah. I either die here or I die there. I don't care where I go. You know, he says, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm going to die, I'm going to go out fighting. So we got a call yesterday that, and she goes, can you come over? She goes, he's, he's very, very delirious. And she goes, he's not, he's not making any sense and I can't get him to eat. And so I got there and then a little bit later, Pastor John and Julie Moa were able to came over and we prayed for him and, and uh, when we left, his parents were with him, and and they were they were doing all right. They're doing okay. And then about uh, nine o'clock last night, uh, she called me and she goes, I, ca- "I can't get him to. He's unresponsive." She goes, "You know what do I do?" And I said, "Well, you call the ambulance. You know, just call the ambulance. They'll come. You know, they'll be there in a moment, as so quick as they can." And I said, "Call me when you guys head to the hospital." So about 9.30, she texted and said, we're on our way. And so I got there, Debbie and I got there about 10 o'clock last night. And uh, um, Pastor John Moe was already there. And uh, he passed away. this morning Pastor John Moe and I were there till about one o'clock and and he was there with his family so praise God for the body of Christ Worshiping just now, and every song you I've listened to, listened to these songs. Go, oh, give me a break. Talk about hearing from the Holy Ghost. Did you pick those this morning or last Sunday? Because she was going to be here. She was going to lead worship today because Michael and Jamie are actually up at Saint Croix Falls. Uh, Jonah had asked them to to speak up there this week, so they were going to be up there ministering. Pastor. Pastor uh, Jesse Cunningham has been preaching every other week, but then other people have been supplementing. Pastor Brad and Gene were up there a number of times, and others have been up there. But I uh, called Pastor Jesse this morning, and even though Michael was supposed to minister, and then so Jamie was, that's why I asked, because I didn't know when you'd set it up, but they're up there, they were going to be there anyway. So I called Pastor Jesse this morning and I said, you know, I said, hey, I said, I think you need to be in the pulpit this morning. And I said, you let me know if you can. I said, we'll, we'll take care of it. But, you know, and he, and he said, let me call you back. And 
So he called me back about 20 minutes later and he says, no, you're right, I, I need to do this. So they're starting their service right now. I think we should pray for them. Jim, can you pray for the for their service? That'll give me a couple of minutes to recollect. Father in heaven, we just hold up the service of uh, the church that uh, Jonah was the pastor of. He's been the pastor for a while, you know, quite a while. And and uh, Lord, I just hold it up and uh, I ask for your spirit to move in the hearts of the people. I ask that you comfort uh, those involved uh, that are at the service, Lord. And I pray that you lead uh, Jesse, you know how to how to what to say and how to say it by your Holy Spirit, Lord, to lead him what to say, what to say. And Jamie, as she leads songs, I just hold it up before you and uh, ask you to to lead them in a special way in uh, to know what to say. And uh, may your Spirit hover over that that church. And all the churches that are in this uh, River Valley Fellowship of Ministries, you know, Jonah was a big part of that. And I just pray for all the churches that you lead uh, the pastors in um, delivering the message that uh, uh, the that Pastor Jonah has has uh, absent from the body and present with the Lord. So we just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jim. Hallelujah. So, yeah, so we don't know anything yet. Obviously, he passed away very early this morning. Um, Amy and the boys, uh, Will and Jake, could really, obviously, you really use your prayers. But, you know, if, if, you, uh, if you want somebody to pray and stand in faith for you, you should get a hold of Amy. That woman can fight. When, uh, when Jonah got really tired a couple of weeks ago, she, it's like she kicked into a second gear and just standing for him. And last night she's going, this ain't happening. <laughs> and it, it, not in a denial way, but in a fight to the end way. Reminded me many times, and I and I and I don't know if I'm I'm not going to share it all this morning, and I don't know when I will. But I thought of the the story in the Old Testament where David's baby son was dying, and as he was dying, he was he was praying and fasting and mourning and and just you know just working it, man. He was just. He, and, and his the, the people around him got scared because they thought if he uh, if he's like this before the baby dies and the baby dies how's you know we're, they were afraid for him and then when he heard the news that the baby passed away he stood up and washed his hands washed his face ate something 
And they're like, I, we don't get it. And he goes, hey, I'm going to fight to the end. But if it's the end, death has no sting. Death has no sting. That's the beauty of the body of Christ. It's the beauty of what Jesus did for us. Is that even in this, I don't know, you know, some some of the elders knew this, you know, before we got here. I didn't, you know, they needed to be ready for whatever, and we we contacted some people, but I don't know if anybody saw me. But as you sang the song, one of the songs about, you know, I was dead, but now I'm running and dancing in heaven. I'm like, I just I was laughing. I wasn't crying actually. I'm laughing because man, that this guy's been suffering for a long time. And now he's free. But definitely be lifting up Amy and the boys and the, the church. Pastor Jesse, you know, he's getting thrown into the deep end this morning and as we move forward. But this this literally has been many years. A number of years ago, he developed a symptom. We'll just call it that. And didn't know what it was. The doctors didn't know exactly. They thought it was one thing, and they, they were wrong. But it's not their fault. It's just the reality. And for years, he's been standing. For years, we've been praying and, and believing in uh, full restoration. And then in June is when he started getting sick. I mean, really, you know, uh, very sick. And uh, finally went in, and they, uh, they diagnosed him with cancer. And uh, they gave him two weeks to live, and he lived for three months, and it's partly because he's just stubborn. But he's, uh, you know, he, he fought. They fought. And then, you know, you ask the questions, because people have asked the questions. I've, I've you know, what, why? Why, why, why wasn't he healed? We believe in healing. We believe in healing all day long. We believe that God is good. He wants people healed. He, he, Jesus died so that we would have healing. That's part of salvation. That's part of, and, 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 and we, I preach, we preach, Jonah preaches. He's been preaching for, through, the, through this that God wants to heal you, and he can, he does, he can, obviously he can, and he will heal you. And then you wonder why wasn't he healed? I'm here to tell you we don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Because it wasn't because of lack of faith. It wasn't because of a lot of things. And, and that's one of the things we don't do here. Even though we're, man, we're rabid faith people. I am. And I'll, a number of years ago, somebody tried to talk me out of preaching healing. And I told them to their face, I'll double down, I'll triple down on healing. And today I'm here to tell you I'm going to quadruple down on healing. We don't. Ba- I don't back off of that. The word is the word. Truth is, and, and here's the other side of it: is people die, and I don't know why all the time. I don't. It's hard. We, you know, we struggle with it. But it doesn't change who God is, because I can tell you as many stories about people with this I've prayed for that have been healed. So I don't know. I don't know how this works, and 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 I'm not gonna. I'm not going to ever really bad choice of words just popped into my head post-mortem this you know what I mean 
I'm not trying. I'm not trying to figure out what didn't happen or what did. All I know is we're the body of Christ, and we're going to stand with this family, and we're going to celebrate his life because he was really close, and he was. I was thinking about this last night and this morning. I've done a lot of funerals. I've done I've done funerals for old people, and those are easier. People that lived a full life, and and I've I've done some funerals for young people, and that's just not fair. It's not right. It's not the way it should be. I've done some funerals for some very close people. I, the very first funeral I was a part of where I was leading it was for my grandma. But that was that was amazing. She was an amazing woman. If you've ever heard my testimony, it was her prayers is the reason I'm standing here today. I had rejected God. I had ran away from God. I had rejected Him. I'd even told Him, get Him. I told God, get out of my life. How stupid can you be and still breathe? And God told me, He says, this is your last chance. And I said, good, leave me alone. I mean, I was an idiot. Come on. How dumb is that? A number of months later, through a series of events, God gave me another chance. And in the moment, I didn't, it, it didn't dawn on me. I didn't, didn't even, couldn't get there. And a number of months later, after I'm, I had rededicated my life to the Lord and was living for Him 100%, all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, Lord, you told me that night. I mean, it was very clear. I said, you told me you were never going to give me another chance. This was it. I said, why did you give me another chance? And he said, because your grandma prayed and asked me to. (laughs) Wow. Praise God for praying grandmas. Praise God for praying grandpas. Don't ever quit praying for your kids. Don't ever quit praying for your friends. Somebody asked me one time, they, they said, I've got, I've got somebody I've been praying for, but they have completely rejected Christ. I said, the best way you can pray is to say, God, give them another chance. Because he will. I was able to say, say that at her funeral, give that testimony. So I've, I've done funerals for old people. I've done fu- funerals for young people. I've done funerals for, I've done funerals for un- unbelievers. You know what the hardest part of my job is? Is doing a funeral for an unbeliever. Because there's some things you can't say. There's some things you, that I can't give hope where there really was no hope. And I mean, I, you know, you hear about some, but what you can do is you can give the people in the room hope. But this will be the first time I'm a part of funeral for a close friend.
But that's the thing. Here's you know we don't we don't shy away from the reality of life. And in this world, the Bible says, in this world you will have trouble. Do you know who said that? Jesus did. <laughs> Great. You know. Sometimes I wish he hadn't said that. But then, we, then there, would, there would be all kinds of like, well, why, why are these things happening? Well, because we live in a fallen world. You know, Jonah's a preacher. Jonah's a faith preacher. Jonah, Jonah graduated from a faith, grace faith Bible school. Karis. Jonah had faith people praying for him. We prayed for him. Others have prayed for him. Pastor Greg Moore called him last week and prayed for him. And he died. What do you do in that? What do you, what do, you do with that? Why, why, why do things... Here's the deal. We live in a fallen world. And nobody here gets out alive. Satan's trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And Pastor Jonah was, was extremely important to this vision, what we're doing right now. So of course he's going to get attacked. But it's in this. I mean, so then then you wonder, well, if how do I, how do if 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 he wasn't healed, how can I believe for healing? And the answer is because you just do. Man, I'll pray for I'll pray for anybody who's sick right now. Because I guarantee you, Satan's going to pay for this. He's messed with the wrong people. Greater is he who's in us than he that's in the world. So, this is a very different service. I'm, I'm so sorry. You know, like I say, if this is your first time here, come back next week. It'll be different. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Rich just said we need to give thanks for the time we did have with him. Amen. That's exactly right. Yeah, come on up, go ahead. wants to uh, bring discouragement and tear apart lighthouse. God has a call on that area. Amen. God put it together for St. Croix Falls. There was a, there's a call for not just Jonah and Amy, for St. Croix Falls. Yes. Amen. And the enemy thinks that he's won. That he he took the pastor. Now that church is going to fall. No way, Jose. That's right. That church is going to stand and be greater than ever before. Amen. They've got a testimony before them, Amen. and we're going to stand with them. Father, I thank you that your word is true. Lord, that you are the greater one. 
You are greater in us. You are greater in St. Great Paul's. Father, we stand with them that no weapon formed against Lighthouse shall by any means prosper. And every word that has been proclaimed against them shall fall. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you that you're raising up Lighthouse as never before, O oh God, to speak your word, to bring the kingdom into St. Croix Falls, O oh God. Thank you, Father, that there is men and women that are called into that place, O oh God, that are going to be powerful, that are going to do miracles, that are going to raise those that are dead spiritually into new life, O oh God that that kingdom will expand and that it will be renowned, O oh God, for you and for your kingdom, O oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you that we are knit together as one body. Lord, we thank you that there is one body, one head, one baptism, one Lord and God of all. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we honor you. We honor you in this, O oh God. We magnify your name, O oh Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So I... I heard the news, the, the thing that I saw was a cornfield. And if this time of season as you drive, there's corn everywhere. It all started with one seed laying its life down. And so it's just like realizing that each year, in order for a field that produces crops, somebody, something has to lay its life down. So Whatever field you're in, this is a great opportunity to just lay your life down and see the fruit because it's going to produce likewise fruit. The Holy Spirit gave me this, and I don't know uh, who in the congregation here it's going to help, but the Holy Spirit said, the enemy has no authority to kill a believer in Jesus Christ. The Father says, only I have the authority to bring my children home. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, um, a couple of things. Um, I just want to thank our uh, our staff because last night was crazy. We didn't know how everything was going to go. Didn't so pe- people were ready to jump in at different angles and and everybody. And then we kind of rearranged it back to somewhat normal before. I, I want to say again, if this is your first Sunday here, you know, thank you. <laughs> but but you're seeing this is the body of Christ, you know. We don't, we don't shy away from reality. We don't shy away from the hard things. We deal with them. We want our desires to deal with them head on. And praise God, he's got, He gives us the ability to do that. And to 
and to deal with that. <clears throat> and so this morning, um, what I want to do, I'm going to have the, I've asked the worship team to be ready to come back in. And what I want to do is, is two things, eh, maybe three things. The first one is to let you know if this is your first time here, or if you're, you, if there's anyone here, I don't know everybody here. We, we have so many new people coming all the time, which is awesome, awesome, awesome. We're so, so glad you're here. If you don't know, if you don't know for sure that if you were to die, where you would go, what would happen with you? Because the Bible says that it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. If you don't know, see, see, judgment brings fear. If, if, if even hearing that verse, that it's appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. If you hear that word judgment, and there's fear, I'm going to let you know there's hope. Because Jesus came and He died. He was, he was that first seed, that first kernel of wheat, that first kernel of corn, that he laid down his life on purpose to pay for your sin. And because of that, you can be in relationship with God. The beauty of, of putting your trust in Jesus, giving your life to Him, repenting of your sin and 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 Give, making Him Lord of your life. The beauty of that is death has no sting. Judgment is not for you. You're, he took your judgment. And all you have to do is receive what He did on that cross. You don't have to earn it. You can't earn it. You don't deserve it. You can't, deserve, you can't do anything to deserve it. The only thing you can do is to believe that He died for your sins. And the Bible says if you believe it in your heart and you confess it with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you make Him the Lord of your life, that you are saved. Right then and right there. It's not a ceremony. It's not a, it's not a process. Salvation can happen right this moment. If when I quoted that verse the first time and I said, you know, it is, it is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment, if that put fear in you, you need to deal with that really quick. You can receive him right here, right now. And we're here to help you do that. We're here to, that's, what, that's one of the main reasons we're here, is to let you know that Jesus Christ died for your sins and that by believing on him, you are, you can be saved, you will be saved. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean you're joining this church? No, that's not what that means. doesn't mean that you're joining anything other than the family of God. But then you make Him the Lord of your life. You let Him lead you. You let Him guide you. You, you follow Him, and whatever that means, you follow Him. And He'll take you. He'll get you there. But we're also here to help. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, because you don't have to fear judgment. Here's the deal. I don't have to fear judgment. I don't fear judgment. Why? Because he took my judgment. I just heard a story about someone recently who died a couple of times, a few times. He was given the testimony that he had had a massive heart attack 
the doctor kept bringing him back and he said he said the, the, it was just weird he didn't know if he was in his body or out of his body he talked to the Lord and everything he says the thing is as he kept dying he said the one thing he didn't have was any fear there was zero fear and I can attest to that a number of years ago I don't think I died but I think I was pretty close I was on a, st- on a stage in Minsk, Belarus and I grabbed a microphone and then somebody asked for another microphone and I reached over and I grabbed a second corded microphone and neither one of them were grounded I became the ground and I, at the time I had burn marks on both hands I had 220 volts go across my chest hit the floor I won't tell you the whole story but I'm laying there and I'm just I'm laying there going huh I think I'm dying and there was zero fear zero fear there's death has no sting you know but I've and here's the sad part I've I've been in hospital rooms I've been in homes where people who are not saved are dying and there's nothing but fear you don't have to have that anymore. You don't have to have that, that fear any longer. You can be born again right now. Last night, Amy kept saying, why am I feeling so peaceful? And that's what I said. And I said, I'm feeling it's the same thing. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the same thing. There's just nothing but peace in this room. She goes, but he's passing away. Why am I feeling peaceful? And I said, because that's God, man. That's the beauty of this. There's no fear. So if you've never received Jesus, if you've never been born again, I'd just like to have you close your eyes real quick. Just close your eyes. The Bible says that if you acknowledge Jesus before man, He will acknowledge you before God and His holy angels. If you're not born again, if you have fear of death, if you have fear of, of, of what would happen, if you don't know G- that Jesus is the Lord of your life, then I want to give you an opportunity this morning. If you have not, I'm the only one looking around because I'm, I'm making sure everybody's got their eyes closed. <clears throat> but I am looking around because I... I want to help you. If you are not born again and you want to be, can you raise your hand right now? I want to pray with you. I want to believe with you. Is there anybody here? If there's anybody online watching this live or watching this in a recording someday, if you don't know that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life, If you don't know that you're born again, I want to give you that opportunity this right now, today. Jesus said there, the, the, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. Nobody's promised tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation. Whether you're online or whether you're here, I want to lead us in a prayer real quick. And if you believe this, the Bible says you believe it in your heart, you speak it with your mouth, you will be saved. So this morning, 
pray with me if you if it's in your heart to do so if you're already a believer pray with me father i believe that jesus died on that cross for me i thank you for that payment for my sin I believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross for me. I receive what He did for my sins. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. Be the Lord of my life. From this day forward, Jesus Christ is Lord of my life. Help me, Father, in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer today, we're going to have the elders come up here in just a few moments. And they're going to pray for you. And here's the, here's the second and third of the three things that I just have on my heart. If you just prayed that for the very first time, the elders are going to be up here. They're awesome. They love you. They're, they're awesome people. They're amazing people. And if you just prayed that and you and you just became a part of the family of God, tell them. Tell them, hey, I prayed that prayer just now. Tell somebody. It's important to tell somebody because that seals it in you, in your heart. You're already born again, but it's good to tell somebody. So I encourage you to tell them that they'll rejoice with you. Second thing that I'm going to have them up here for, and I was talking to Jim about this before the service, when something like this happens, it brings up stuff in your life. Maybe, maybe you've uh, uh, lost someone recently, and it brings up those hurts. It brings up that, that pain, confusion, whatever. And you just want prayer. You just need somebody to pray with you, stand with you. I want you to come up also. And then thirdly, is what, what's higher than quadrupling down on healing? What's, is there, is there, what's five? Is pentopoline? I don't know. Quintupoline? I don't know. I, infinity, thank you. Thank you. Infinity, amen. They're here to pray for you, for healing. If You, you know what, man? I would love for every, anybody who's suffering with anything from this, from, you know, to get healed. And every one of them go, take that, devil. Let's rub it in his face. Boy, I'm getting wild. But if you need healing, if you need healing for anything, today's the day. Amen? Amen. Let's all stand up. I'm going to turn it back over to the worship team. Elders, if you'd come up. You may be seated for just another moment, please. Thank you, elders. Thank you, others who prayed. Thank you, thank you. So, I just love you guys. Glory to God. You know, you have to like some people. But then then there's just the love. Praise God for the body of Christ. Thank you. So we'll, we'll let everybody know when we know what, what's going on, arrangements and such. But keep, keep the family and the church and everyone in your prayers. 
<clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna close a little bit early today, um, and it gives you an extra fifteen minutes. You don't have to pick up your kids right away. They're practicing, so don't don't uh, you know they're practicing their Christmas program. So you got an extra fifteen minutes to hug on each other and bless each other and love each other. Um, we're not gonna you know you, you receive an offering. You just whatever you know how to give. We got that covered. Give there you go. And I asked if there was any any announcements that absolutely had. There is a baptism coming up. I don't remember the, the date on that. 20, 29th. There you go. So that's the that's the only one that. I'll be. Yes, I'll be here on that date. Yes. Well, and the reason I think it is is on the twenty second. Uh, Nathaniel and C are going to be starting the church in Lindstrom, and I'm gonna, I'm going to be up there. Uh, for that, so pray for them and be lifting them. But I just want to just going to pray a prayer blessing here, and then uh, just love on each other on the way out today. And and uh, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love, Father. You're so good to us. You're so good to the body of Christ, to the world, Lord. Even. Even when the world hated you, you still sent Jesus. That's amazing, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. And Lord, we do lift up Amy and Will and Jake and and Denny, Jonah's dad and Kay. We lift them up, Father, and then the whole church up in St. Croix Falls. Thank you, Father, for them. We just surround them with our love today, and we just bless them in your holy name. Father, thank you for this congregation. Thank you for this family. Thank you, Lord, we are a family. And Lord, we do stand with one another and and for your holy name, giving you glory in every way. Thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.